0: Hey there doll faces, welcome back to another episode of The Paid Pod, your freelancing success center. And if you're tuning in for the first time, a massive welcome to you. You have just joined an amazing, amazing community of go-getters and we are so thrilled to have you on board. Now, if you caught our last episode We talked about Upwork hacks that turn you into what I like to call a client magnet. And if you've started implementing those strategies, oh yeah, I bet you're already seeing a change in your Upwork game. And if you want to keep seeing those changes, you should probably listen to the previous episode one more time. But guess what? We're just getting started. Today, we're going to kick things up a notch, just a little bit. I'm going to share with you the secret strategies that have helped me scale my Upwork earnings like a boss. Now, these are strategies I've used myself and uh, they've played a critical role in my freelancing success. So buckle up, paid squad. We're about to launch your Upwork journey into overdrive. So let's set the stage with our very first strategy. I like to call it diversifying your skills. Now, you might pause and think, oh, hang on, hang on, Pala Singh. Weren't we supposed to narrow down our focus? And, okay, you'd be absolutely correct. Specialization is critical when you're starting. It helps you cultivate expertise, establish credibility, and just figure out overall what you like, okay? But here's the catch. Once you've cemented your position in a niche, you shouldn't rest on your laurels. So you have to begin broadening your skill set within that niche. Um, so let's say you're a digital marketing strategist, you can diversify your skills into related areas like content marketing, SEO, social media strategy, or Google Ads management. So I'm going to paint the picture for you. When I first started out, I was solely offering digital marketing strategy services. But as I grew more comfortable and proficient in this, I started delving into the intricate world of SEO, way more than just ranking for Google or or any of the search engine that you use. And I started incorporating that into my services. So this was the moment that I saw a substantial leap in my earnings. And I'm going to explain it in detail. Clients were super psyched that I could offer a comprehensive suite of services. And I was able to charge a little bit more or to some extent a premium for my expanded offerings. So dull faces, your mission here should you choose to accept it is to identify related skills in your niche, learn them, perfect them and incorporate them into your service repertoire. So why did I say I'm going to expand on delving into the intricate world of SEO and incorporating it into my services? Well, I can write a mean case study. you've never seen a case study the way i write it like i'm sorry they lie to you right so one thing that i started to do with my case studies because i noticed a lot of my clients were hosting these on their websites second of all i also noticed that a lot of my clients were taking the case studies and putting them as pdfs that are downloadable on their websites so i thought to myself if i optimize these pdf documents if i optimize the web-based case studies with search engine optimization the case studies as opposed to the client's homepage can start ranking when their ideal client avatar is searching for services that my clients were offering and so writing amazing case studies is a copywriting specialization but adding search engine optimization into them is a digital marketing uh, addition So I was able to combine um, expanded offerings into one offering and charge a premium for it. And I still do it. I still every now and then get clients who say, oh, can you write another case study? We've worked with XYZ type of client and we want to have one, two, three case studies on our website. So next we're gonna move on to the second strategy and it's raising your rates. This is a topic that many freelancers approach with trepidation. The fear of losing clients often holds them back. And in the previous episode, I shared what happens when you raise your rates. Sometimes your job success score takes a hit, but don't let that hold you back from demanding what you're truly worth. Because in as much as that project ended, and it ended on a sour note, another client came on, gave me raving reviews, another one after that, raving reviews. Another. Before long, that really bad review was hidden, (laughs) was flooded by a surrounding of good reviews. So definitely raise your rates because it's a vital component of scaling your earnings. And let's uh, delve into why. So when you charge more, you position yourself as a high end service provider. And we talked about that the luxury experience um, in episode three. Additionally, when you charge more, You don't need to juggle multiple projects simultaneously so you can concentrate on doing fewer projects delivering outstanding quality and still taking home a higher paycheck so i'm going to illustrate with an example in my earlier days on upwork my rate was around ten dollars per hour holy moly that's terrible right and as i gained more experience and i polished my skills like i mentioned I incrementally started to raise my rate and I call it the bricklayer method inside the paid squad. um, Definitely join the wait list if you have not as yet. Um, I call it the bricklayer method where you bring a client on for a certain amount of money and that's fine. But you make sure that your next client that you bring on is a little bit is going to pay you a little bit more than the client you initially brought up and you keep on laying those bricks until eventually you're at a rate that you're happy with. So today I charge approximately $100 per hour and I've never been busier, right? So your action plan here is to reevaluate your rates. If you've been charging the same rate for an extended period, it's likely time for a raise. Um, You start with a modest increase. Maybe you wanna increase by $5 an hour or you wanna increase by $10 an hour. And then you assess your client's responses. So you can assess your current client's responses if you say, hey, I've been able to do X, Y, Z for you in this time that we've worked together. And if I add in A, B, C, would you be interested in redoing that if the client says yes and I said, okay, great. But at an increased rate of whatever your new rate is, um, does that work for you? If the client says, no, that's okay. You still can onboard a new client for that rate. You don't necessarily have to say, "Rate, well, this is not gonna work for me. They're not gonna get the new services, right? So you're not burning the bridge. They're not opting into the additional ABCs. They still want the XYZ. So you continue to give them the XYZ. Maybe one day they will want the ABC or worst case scenario, maybe one day they'll say, I found someone even cheaper. And then you can really wash your hands of this client because they are not your ideal client. They're not a match. So your action plan here, like I said, is to reevaluate your rates and start with a modest increase and see how your clients are responding. Now, we're on to our third strategy, and that's building long term client relationships. This, I think, doll faces, is an absolute game changer. Long term clients equate to consistent work and income. So it's far easier and it's less time consuming. Than perpetually hunting for new projects. So here's a case for my own freelancing career. So I have a client, let's call him John, with whom I've been working for over the course of two years now. So John's company regularly needs digital marketing strategies and my long tenure with them means I understand their brand like the back of my hand so this makes the work not just more straightforward but also consistent and lucrative right so your action plan here is to concentrate on exceeding client expectations and delivering outstanding value if you do this consistently enough they'll keep coming back to you Uh, let's move on to the fourth strategy which is utilizing upwards features to your advantage now I probably won't be the last person to say this, but Upwork offers a multitude of features that can significantly assist you in scaling your earnings. Things like Upwork plus membership, customizing your profile URL, the project catalog feature, or the bring your own client feature can give you a very significant advantage in the marketplace. I remember when my job success goal was hit, bringing my own clients onto the platform was how I was able to get out of that rut. But the project catalog, my dears, this feature has also been a game changer for a lot of fellow freelancers, especially the ones you see in the 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 5 million range on the platform, the eight figure earners. So, Project catalog allows you to create pre-packaged projects with clear deliverables, clear timelines and clear prices so clients can purchase these purchase uh, packages directly, which means that they bypass the proposal phase. This not only saves time, but it also increases your earning potential. So your action plan here is. Rather than sitting on your laurels or just spending a huge amount of time sending proposals, explore Upwork's features and see how you can leverage them to scale your earnings. All right, our next strategy is simple, but I think it's really powerful and that's never stop learning, never stop growing. So the freelancing landscape is constantly evolving and to stay ahead, you need to evolve with it, AKA always be learning, always be improving so you might be wondering um always be learning always be improving how does that help i mentioned it earlier you as you dive deeper into your specialization you'll notice that clients also want certain additional services or additional services might be complementary to your current service suite and so as you learn more you might replace certain services with something even better think about that like if you can as a digital marketing strategist automate certain parts of your services to clients in that their feedback is automatically integrated into your services this will make you pretty much unstoppable and very very much needed on your client side because nobody else does that as an example so I would definitely er- learn right now how to integrate more artificial intelligence into my services. That way, when clients come along, they'll see that not only is AI not able to replace you, you work with AI as the ultimate creator. So there's a person in the mix, which on a legal side actually makes your services um, copyrightable. Um, but that we'll save that for another day. I have a whole whole sh- spiel about artificial intelligence I and mean, this is the p squad paid podcast so um the next thing that i would like you to hit the ground running with is our sixth strategy effective communication okay so you might be wondering how is communication related to scaling my earnings it is It is, and it's able to significantly scale your earnings. So effective communication is the backbone of successful client relationships. One of my business besties, when we were on a co-working call, um, so she was doing something and I was doing something else, happened to catch me onboarding my client. And she was like, oh, I'm starting to see the pieces of the puzzle for your um, get paid now. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, I'm telling you now, if your mentees were able to see what you do after you've done the Q&A session with the client, after they've responded to your proposal, and then your process for onboarding them, it would change the game. And I'm like, I know, it's all part of module one. And she said, you need to release Get Paid Now, right now, because in it, I will show you how to effectively communicate and you you will physically see why, communication is the backbone of successful client relationships and how it establishes trust, ensures clarity, and leads to repeat business, which as we discussed earlier, is crucial for consistent income. Now here's an example. When I started a project for a digital marketing strategy with a new client, um, I made sure to maintain consistent, clear communication from day one, which is why, the onboarding process and all of that was so intense and detailed we established regular check-ins i kept them updated on the progress i clarified any doubts promptly and i ensured that i was always available to address any concerns so this approach not only led to a successful project completion but also forged a strong relationship with the client who then returned with more projects love this client let's call him mike (laughs) he's great and he's in the software as a service industry so doll faces your action step here is to master the art of communication so be clear be prompt be polite but most importantly be reliable just by being reliable you can definitely have a long-term client so as we venture into our lucrative journey, let's dive into the seventh strategy, which is a building an impressive portfolio. Yeah, okay, you might think you've got this one covered, but I need you to ask yourself, is your portfolio a true reflection of your potential? Because a stellar portfolio is more than just a collection of past projects. It's a showcase of your skills, your versatility, and the value you can provide. It's your chance to let your work speak for itself. When I started out, my portfolio was limited, as I've mentioned, but with every single project, I consciously worked to diversify it. And today, I might not have like the most detailed, super duper stacked portfolio, but what I do have is a wide array of projects from creating digital marketing strategies for startups to providing legal advice for established corporations. It's a visual demonstration of my skills and expertise which makes potential clients much more confident in hiring me. So your action step here is I need you to review and revamp your portfolio. So you want to make sure it accurately reflects your skills and showcases your best work. The eighth strategy on our list is embrace feedback. Now this might seem like an obvious one, but it's, it should surprise you how many freelancers don't fully utilize feedback. So when you complete a project, always ask your client for feedback. This will not only help you understand areas for improvement, but also highlight your strengths. Now the feedback I'm referring to is not the feedback that goes publicly, on your profile, it's the feedback inside the conversation with the client. So once I had a client who, well, generally happy with my work, he pointed out, they pointed out that I could improve uh, in my time management. Yeah. So I took this feedback to heart and I worked on my time management skills and the result was not just better project execution, but also a higher earning i was able to make and take on more projects without compromising on quality so doll face, here's your action step always ask for feedback and make sure to use it for self-improvement so remember every single piece of constructive criticism is an opportunity for growth so now on to our ninth, ninth now ninth strategy and that's staying active on the platform Upwork, like many other platforms, has algorithms, and these algorithms favor active users. This means regularly checking the platform, updating your profile, sending proposals, engaging in other activities on the platform, hello Upwork community. Personally. I dedicate a portion of my day solely to Upwork, which means sending proposals, updating my portfolio, responding to messages, staying engaged on the platform, because this activity keeps me on the algorithm's good side, leading to a higher visibility and more job offers. So your action step here, Dollfaces, is to dedicate a portion of your day, every day, Monday to Friday is fine, to stay active on Upwork. Make the algorithm work in your favor. All right, we're halfway there. So for our 10th strategy, we're gonna delve into the power of testimonials. So if you've delivered exceptional work, clients will be more than happy to give you a glowing testimonial. But remember, it's up to you to ask. A fantastic testimonial can really elevate your profile. One of my best testimonials came from a long-term client. Their glowing praise not only improved my credibility on the platform, but it also boosted my confidence. The client expressed how I was able to navigate complex legal issues and deliver concise and effective solutions, which highlighted my expertise to potential clients. And this client was an artificial intelligence client in the year of our Lord 2019. So this was pre-pandemic. We were dealing with artificial intelligence and its potential usability in business at the enterprise level. So your action step for this is don't be shy to ask for testimonials, because a good testimonial is like a seal of quality. It reassures potential clients about your capability. Now onto our 11th strategy, keep your skills updated. Might sound like a repeat, but the freelancing world is ever evolving. And to stay competitive, you need to continuously update your skills. On Upwork, this can mean adding new skills to your profile or taking relevant Upwork tests to prove your proficiency. So as a digital marketing strategist and corporate lawyer, I continuously strive to stay ahead of the curve. And this means acquiring certs in the latest tools, staying abreast of changing corporate laws, demonstrating that I'm up to date with current trends. And this way I attract more clients and then consequently my earnings soar so doll faces here's an action step i want you to regularly review and update your skills stay relevant and stay competitive in your field now let's move on to our 12th strategy the power of personal branding we've talked about that before but let me just say a strong personal brand sets you apart from the competition it's not just about what you do but it's also how you do it and the unique qualities you bring to the table. So my personal brand is all about providing comprehensive, tailored solutions to my clients, whether it's developing an innovative digital marketing strategy or navigating intricate corporate law issues. And I offer a unique blend in my opinion, of creativity, expertise, and a client centric approach. So this personal branding has played an instrumental role in making me a client magnet besides the experience i explained to you in episode three so again if you have not listened to episode three i highly 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 recommend it so your action step here dollface is to develop a strong personal brand that highlights your unique strength and value proposition you want to make yourself memorable so for me to you I would say definitely listen to the previous episode because I break down how to create a personal brand that resonates. Now for our 13th strategy, we're discussing the importance of networking. Yes, even on Upwork, networking plays a crucial role. So you want to connect with other freelancers. You want to engage in the community. You want to share your experiences and you want to learn from others. Now, I found a great deal of value in networking with fellow um, freelancers on Upwork. We've shared tips, I've offered advice, and we've even referred each other to clients. So it's not just about competition, but it's also about building a supportive community around yourself as well. All right, onto our fourth strategy, which uh, 14th, excuse me, strategy, which is knowing your worth. As a freelancer, it is so crucial that you don't undervalue your skills and services. Whenever someone joins our community of top-rated freelancers getting paid, um, I always say immediately when they show up to the free um, proposal sending sessions, which happen every Thursday and Friday um, at 8 p.m. UTC plus 2, which is SAST and CAT, or 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I always say to someone who's new, what's your hourly rate? And they usually say a number, and I'm like, listen, if... Your rate is not $25 an hour or higher. It needs to be now because you're in our group. You're in the top rated freelancers getting paid. Emphasis on the getting paid. And if you're not getting paid, then you don't belong here. So people immediately go, Oh, okay, I'm going to make changes that you suggest with my profile. And then I'll come back tomorrow, being Friday, being today. And I'm going to show you my profile and it's going to blow you away. And definitely, I'm changing my rate. And so, thing is, early on, I was charging lower than market rates for my marketing. And so, I was attracting lots of clients. Oh my goodness, so many clients. But not the high caliber, high paying clients that I was aiming for. So, when I finally decided to increase my rates, my earnings shot all the way up. And I started attracting the type of clients that I wanted to work with. So here's your action step. Research the market rates for your skills and services, and don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. The right clients will see the value in your work and they'll be willing to pay for it. Now, our 15th strategy is about using data-driven proposals. What? Yes. When you're bidding for a project on Upwork, don't just say you can do the job. And I've always said this, Prove it, use data, use metrics, ask specific and um, use specific uh, examples from your past work to demonstrate your ability to deliver results. But you have to make it data-driven. So I started uh, incorporating data-driven results from my previous projects into my proposals. For example, I'd say something like, um, I'd mention how I helped a previous client increase their website traffic by maybe 200% or how we navigated a complex legal situation to save a client thousands in potential losses. And so this tangible evidence of my skills and successes made my proposals more persuasive and increased my hire rate. So doll faces, your action step needs to be including relevant, specific, and quantifiable, not qualitative, quantifiable achievements in your proposals, show potential clients that you're not just talk, but that you can deliver results. Now for our 16th strategy, I call it mastering Upwork search engine optimization. So just like Google, Upwork has its own search engine that determines which profiles and which proposals show up first for clients. You wanna make sure to include relevant keywords in your title, tags, profile descriptions, all of that. I incorporated SEO by including relevant keywords like digital marketing strategist, corporate law expert, and all of that in my profile. And this greatly increased my visibility to clients who were looking for these specific skills. So your action step, Dolphix, is to research and include relevant keywords in your profile and proposals. Be discoverable. And if you're still not sure how to research, I do implore you to go on my YouTube channel, uh, which is just Balusing. And you can type in palacing upwork um, profile. And you, you'll you see a video there where I take you through how we can do that. Um, just don't copy me word for word, rather, copy the process. If you copy me word for word, it's not gonna work. Your profile's not gonna be unique. So, moving on to strategy number seven team, 17, 17. Show, don't just tell. This kind of, kind of, leans into what I previously talked about. Your Upwork profile isn't just a resume. It's your personal showcase. So Upwork allows you to add portfolio pieces to your profile. This is a chance to display your best work and prove your skills. For instance, um, I uploaded some of my uh, copywriting in fashion uh, projects, and along with positive client reviews, the review section for each project so basically by showcasing the diversity of my portfolio with examples um, and maintaining client confidentiality this one is so important um, if you signed an NDA or if you're dealing with some more delicate client information you might not want to share that and by putting those um redacted in your portfolio, it shows the level of respect you have for your clients. And so seeing the breadth of my expertise, clients were more likely to trust in my abilities. So your action step is to use your portfolio to its full potential. Portfolio, portfolio, show off your best work, make sure it aligns with the services that you're offering. And our agent strategy is about leveraging client testimonials. Good reviews are gold on Upwork. Positive feedback from past clients not only boosts your credibility, but it also improves your visibility in Upwork's search results. So I've always made it a point to ask satisfied clients for testimonials. But I also ask if they would be comfortable mentioning specific results or achievements from the project. These testimonials paint a very clear picture of what your new clients can expect when working with you. So doll faces, here's your action step. Don't be shy to ask for testimonials from satisfied clients. Make it a standard part of wrapping up a project. Now and on to strategy 19. Utilizing Upwork's certs. So Upwork allows you to display certifications that prove your skills. If you have relevant certs, display them proudly on your profile. If you've earned several certificates in digital marketing, for example, from Google and HubSpot and you've got those certs, make sure that they're prominently displayed on your profile. So in the legal field, maybe you can highlight your bar association memberships. These certs and affiliations bolster your authority and trustworthiness in any niche so your action step if you have certifications relevant to your skills display them on your profile and if you don't consider investing in courses for exams that can provide these certifications okay brilliant moving on to strategy 20 mastering the art of proposal writing oh my gosh your proposals are the first direct communication with a potential client so you got to make them count i have spent countless hours perfecting my proposals now i start by personalizing each proposal addressing the client's name if it's given referencing specific skills from the job post that they made then i succinctly explain how my skills and my experience make me the right fit for their project not by speaking but by demonstrating right so i include quantifiable achievements wherever it's possible like increased website traffic by 45 percent in three months etc So your action step here, I want you to dedicate some time to crafting high quality proposals that stand out. I don't mean hypothetical proposals. I mean, when you see a project that you like, really take it slow and look at what it is that they're asking for. What kind of skills are they asking for? What kind of experience would make you the right fit for the project? Then include quantifiable achievements where it's possible, like whatever you increased XYZ by whatever you decrease losses by so avoid copy pasting the same proposal for each job it's just a terrible terrible thing to do now strategy 21 means build repeat business and it might sound like i'm repeating myself from earlier right but no build repeat business so one of the keys to steady income on work like i said before is repeat business happy clients often have more work and they're more likely to hire someone they've already had a successful partnership with so for me i've had several clients that have provided steady work for months or even years but after each successful project i have to check in with the client and ask if there's anything else i can assist with so when you build these long-term relationships not only um, does it provide consistent income but it also makes your work more enjoyable your action step is to strive to build long-term relationships with your clients. So after a successful project, don't hesitate to inquire about future opportunities. Um, And clients, the really cool thing is that every human being needs to see a proposition at least seven times in order for them to make a decision. So that should give you some food for thought about um, potentially following up. As we reach strategy 22, I want you to remember the importance of maintaining a professional image. Your professionalism in every interaction can win clients over. So remember, you're not just selling your services. This is going to sound weird, but you're selling yourself. For instance, I ensure that all my communications are clear, they're respectful, and as much as possible, error free. I meet deadlines. I over deliver where I can. Meaning I can do more than what I've been brought on board for where I can and I'm super honest when issues come up My clients appreciate this professionalism and it often leads to more work and referrals So my dolls, here's your action step. I want you to treat every interaction on Upwork as a professional one remember your reputation is your brand and Here we are already at strategy 23, which is to never stop learning. The digital landscape is always changing. So you have to stay ahead of the curve. You have to be a voracious learner, which means continually updating your skills, staying on top of industry trends, making the trends. (laughs) So I regularly invest in courses. I've always said this, I buy a book and then I buy a course to refine my digital marketing skills. I read articles, I read blogs to keep up to date with the latest Google algorithms and participate in webinars to better understand new strategies in corporate law. Just today, I was in an AI summit and we were talking about the legislature that's to come, pretty much putting a fence around how we as human beings can utilize artificial intelligence and the data privacy part of it because Here's a quote that you can quote me on. If data is the new oil, then artificial intelligence is the new electricity. Let that sink in for a little bit, and then we'll move on. So your action step is to set aside time every week for professional development, meaning stay updated, stay relevant, take that course, take that course. It doesn't have to be my courses, but just take a course that's gonna move you ahead. And finally, strategy number 24 is to know your worth. It might sound like I'm repeating myself, maybe I am, but this is a biggie, doll faces. Don't undervalue your services. Charging less doesn't necessarily lead to more clients. In fact, it may make you appear less experienced, right? So I remember when I was starting, I was charging much less than I do now, but as I built my profile and I honed my skills, I gradually raised my rates. And believe me, quality clients are willing to pay for quality work. So your action step here is to regularly evaluate and adjust your rates based on your experience, your skill set, and the value you bring to the table. Finally, the ultimate tip, strategy number 25, is to believe in yourself. Self-doubt is a freelancer's worst enemy. It keeps you from sending that darn proposal. Send it, <laughs> right? And remember, every single successful freelancer started where you are right now. It's not easy, but it is possible and you are capable. And I won't lie to you, there are moments, and there were moments, when I doubted myself, but pushing through that self-doubt continuing to learn and grow and maintaining my belief that I could succeed has been instrumental in getting me where I am today and whenever I feel doubtful I have to look at those million dollar Upwork freelancers and be like they got here somehow they got here what does it take for me to get there so here's your action step every single day remind yourself why you started freelancing and why you can succeed. You want to believe in yourself, doll faces, because you've got this. All right. Now that we've walked through these 25 proven strategies, I want you to remember freelancing isn't a sprint. It is a marathon, meaning it takes time. It takes patience. It takes resilience. So as we wrap up, I want you to choose at least one strategy. And re listen to this uh, episode. But I want you to choose at least one strategy that resonated with you today. Commit to implementing it over the next week. And remember, change does not happen overnight. But by consistently implementing these strategies, you actually can gradually scale your earnings and transform your freelancing journey. So, well, thank you for spending your precious time with me on this super deep dive into scaling your earnings on Upwork. As always, you've been an amazing audience. The curiosity, your drive to learn and improve is what makes the Paypod community so special. And I am beyond grateful to be a part of your freelancing journey. Remember doll faces, I'm here with you every step of the way and together we're gonna conquer this freelancing world. Um, Before we close, I'd love to hear from you. So which of these strategies resonated with you the most? How would you plan to implement them? Reach out and share your thoughts on our community platform inside uh, Top Rated Freelancers Getting Paid on Facebook or send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. And if you have your own strategies to scale earnings on Upwork, don't hesitate to share them with the rest of us. Hello. Um, On our next episode, we'll dive into how to attract high-quality clients and how to maintain strong, beneficial relationships with them. Another session filled with gems. You won't want to miss it. Until then, remember, you are capable, you are valuable, and you are a force to be reckoned with in this freelancing world. Keep on scaling, keep on earning, and keep on making your freelancing dreams come true. Until next time, doll faces, stay fabulous, stay committed, and stay on the path to success. It's been a pleasure, and remember, in freelancing and in life, the sky's the limit. If you're still with me, here's a little something extra for you. Whether you're religious, spiritual, or none of these, is a powerful energy in sending positive intentions out into the universe, or if you prefer, in prayer. And if you share my Christian faith, I invite you to join me in a Psalms 91 inspired declaration and a prayer for growth both in the name of Jesus. So let's start with the declaration um, that Psalms 91 inspired. I dwell in the shelter of the Most High and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. His faithfulness will be my shield. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, I am preserved, for the Lord is my refuge. Even in the face of adversity, I remain unshaken, for He commands His angels concerning me to guard me in all my ways. As I embark on my freelancing journey, I remember these words and I take courage, for I am not alone. I am guided, protected, and loved by the Most High. Now let's move into our prayer for increase. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you today. You are the God of abundance and you wish for us to live lives filled with joy and prosperity. As we navigate through our freelancing journey, we pray for your divine guidance, Lord. We seek your wisdom as we make decisions, your strength as we face challenges and your peace as we endure periods of waiting in accordance to your word we pray dear god that we may prosper in all things and be in health just as our soul prospers and in proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 your words say the blessing of the lord brings wealth without painful toil for it we claim this promise lord and we ask for your blessing to overflow in our freelancing work bringing wealth and abundance without causing us unnecessary distress or hardship. We thank you for hearing our prayer, and we trust in your perfect timing, your boundless love, and your infinite wisdom. As we close this prayer, we do so with grateful hearts, trusting in your promise to provide for us and guide us in all our ways. In the powerful and mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me, Doll Faces, in this declaration and prayer. It's a reminder that we are not alone on this journey. There is a powerful force guiding us, encouraging us, and providing for us. I believe in the power of faith, and I hope this session has brought you comfort, courage, and a renewed sense of determination. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, stay fabulous, stay committed, and remember, You're not alone on this journey. We're in this together and we've got this.